Welcome to Wixplaining, where we drink and we know things. Music from our intro and outro are songs by Desolate, a Dayton, Ohio band. You can find them on Facebook or YouTube. Our topic today is the threat of nuclear war from Russia and North Korea. Oh yeah. To start this discussion, we must first consider that nuclear weapons have only been used in combat once in history, and that was the United States dropping the atomic bomb twice in 1945 on Japan at the end of World War II. Nuclear weapons analysts estimate that the world's nine nuclear states, China, France, India, Israel, North Korea, Pakistan, Russia, the United Kingdom, and the United States, have around 13,000 nuclear warheads in total. Since stats in this department are never completely accurate due to national security of all countries involved, the best stats I can find say that there are approximately twelve to 13,000 nuclear warheads in existence currently, and about eight to 9,000 of those are possessed by the combination of the top two nuclear countries, Russia and the United States of America. It seems the nuclear stockpiles of these two major nations are approximately equal. So it seems if nuclear war breaks out in, in Europe... The only way it will end, or even worse, annihilate the world, is if the U.S. comes to their aid. So, Paul, what do you have to say about this? Well, uh, <laughs> those estimations to me are probably low. Yeah, I, I'm assuming another five thousand to ten thousand. Uh, probably, to, I mean, probably, probably five thousand to now total, not each, but right. <clears throat> yeah, there, 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 there's got, there's a lot of nukes, um, and it's just not just nuclear bombs created and housed. I mean, you can make a nuke, you know, in a backpack. I mean, as long as you have nuclear mm-hmm. radioactive mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, you some know, of these are just warheads that are being stored somewhere. They're right. not even attached not, to yeah. missiles. They're not, not even, bombs. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not necessarily something that can be a projectile right now. They would yeah. need to be taken out of storage, attached to something, mm-hmm. and then used. Right. So, I mean, it's it's not like there's 13,000, even, even if that's a low estimate, um, uh, nuclear weapons that can be launched currently at the moment you know I, I actually I, i'd probably guess to be thirteen thousand nuclear weapons could be launched at this second yeah. across the world i mean know, it's with possible, everyone but not likely, it is crazy um estimations being what they are it doesn't really matter one nuke i mean is devastation anyhow so right. i mean you know 13,000 is is world i right. mean that's now, worse than than killing off the dinosaurs with a meteor i mean this right. is done but there are different levels of nuclear weapons there are small tactical weapons and oh, there are that. large bombs that will take out entire right. cities you know so i mean there's but nuclear there's, fallout yeah, even uh, with a you know, I mean, a, a small pen, tactical weapon a, is a still going to have some nuclear, much. yeah, uh, you know, size weapon. It's still going to have know, a long-lasting effect in yeah. that specific area in which it's dropped. <clears throat> yes. Oh, and well, talking about long-lasting effects, probably something you're going to bring up anyhow, but I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, the uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, uh, the Russian uh, yep. troops that were coming into Ukraine, yep. they ran through that, and they had to retreat for radiation sickness. 
Well, and what was interesting to me was one of the very first targets that they went after was Chernobyl. So it right. tells me that there's something there that the Russians wanted. And I think we discussed this or, on our previous podcast where we talked about the Russian and Ukrainian war. But it was interesting to me that it was one of the very first targets that they acquired in their in their assault of Ukraine. I wonder if, uh, just spitballing here, because, I mean, I don't know anything. Um, this, is, I, this is literally just an opinion place here right now. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, you yeah. know. Not not a scientist or anything. Um, I wonder if their scientists believed that it would have been safe. You know, I, go I through there because don't they're know. they're not going to go through there. They believe that it's still radiation sickness. Yeah. You're going to get you know you're going to die walking through pretty much. Right. I wonder if they thought. Or they have done some type of scientific, you know, research or anything, thinking that maybe it was okay now, or maybe it was, you know, not as bad as the rest of the world thinks. You know, right. um, I mean, the fallout is supposed to last. I mean, I, I would assume. Well, supposed to. I mean, you can't hundreds t- you of can't years. Say, I mean, and this th- happened in 1986, so it's not like it's been that long ago. Right, um, but I mean, it's been less than forty years. But again, I mean, there's there's nuclear radiation fallout, and then there's the atomic bomb that we dropped. So the atomic right. bomb that we dropped in in Japan is technically, I guess, a nuclear or, or a, a, a an atomic weapon, not a nuclear weapon. But I mean, there's people that still live in Nagasaki and Hiroshima because right. there was so, no radiation fallout from that. But I mean, you're, you're talking about a difference in uh, a a nuclear reactor in Chernobyl having fallout of twenty, true, forty, a hundred years, but and again, a nuclear bomb that was dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Well, those were atomic bombs. I didn't actually look up the difference, and so I, I and have to digress And it's forty years in that, difference you know, too in technology, f- right? Because you're talking right. about from 1945 to 1986. But then again, so you're talking about a huge nuclear difference. plant that. Is right. a power plant, basically. Right. I mean, you're talking about this is extremely nuclear. I mean, if this yeah. thing goes, I mean, it's like the well, Simpsons. It's only one of the reactors. There was four reactors right. in that plant, but only one of the reactors blew. Right. But, I mean, you, you know, you can go back to the Simpsons and now they did, you know, the cartoon characters, yeah. you know, and then boom, and you know, they all are like alien looking things right. now because the nuclear but, reactor blew up. You know, I mean, that, that's that's what I think of when I'm thinking like nuclear mm-hmm. reactor blows up. Right. A nuclear bomb is just going to make you sick and die. You know, there uh, could be fallout later, but we how do we how do we know not for in the blast sure? radius? In the blast radius you're gonna be you're gonna be oh, vaporized. Oh, yeah, yeah, vaporized, yeah. Yeah. You're there's nothing but that, left. That's more but outside of the blast nuclear radius radiation. You're yeah. talking about radiation sickness. Mm-hmm. You know, which is I would assume similar to what would happen in the fallout from a reactor, but right. the reason why I think that may be a different is because you're talking about, like I said earlier, a 40-year difference. You're talking about oh, 1945 yeah. to yeah. 1986. Yeah. Technology, I'm sure, advanced, Extreme. as as we all Extreme. know, for the last hundred years, 
technology has advanced yes. in, at light speed yes. compared to the last compared to the rest of the history of the world. Yes. Technology has advanced in the last 100 years mm-hmm. at light speed. Okay? Yes. So those 40 years were huge in and technological advances. To and that I want to just like uh, we're going we might do a we're probably going to do a future podcast on trademarks because or uh, um, patents because bouncing off somebody else's idea is why we went from 1900s you know mm-hmm. a wheel <laughs> right half car to I mean, we're we are flying into space, rocket pro- propulsion. Privately. I mean, we are not private. even government funded yes. anymore. I mean, this is it's like insanity. I mean, the man's the richest man in the world now, but I mean, well, still. I mean, know. well, actually, uh, no. Um, uh, well, Elon Musk owns space. No, no, no. I'm talking about um, uh, the local guy, uh, the uh, Connor Group. He he uh, piloted. The, the civilian aircraft to the space station. What? I didn't yes. know about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. The Connor Group, he, it, here that's in cool. Dayton, 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 Ohio. Wow. Yeah. He, civilian. Well, that's uh, that's uh, interesting because, you know, this is where flight began. Right. The Wright Brothers. Right. From Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. And he piloted you know, the F U North Carolina people. <laughs> <laughs> so started yeah. in Dayton, Ohio, uh, damn it. <laughs> it. It was just a month ago or so. I have to look up the date again. Um, but yeah, he piloted the civilian uh shuttle to the International Space Station mm-hmm. and back. Mm-hmm. And I mean he's already back. You know, I mean he's mm-hmm. just a civilian guy. Loves air, loves space. Pilot, been pilot a long time. Founded the, uh, um, this you know real estate group and everything, and has and cool. is rich as hell. Don't get me wrong. Well, you have I to mean, be to be able to get involved in that, right? You know, but he piloted it as a civilian. So I mean, there, there is that. Um, mm-hmm. But 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 we will all digress now. Back to nuclear. Yeah, um, we were talking about yeah, nuclear Doomstain. war possibly <laughs> from. So but, again. Nuclear war may not even be the um, craziest thing, but uh, let me. Let, I want. I want to. Uh, you know, uh, segue into uh, bringing Don into this uh, Cold War. Cold War between us and Russia, or sorry, Soviet Union at the time. Yeah. Um, USSR. Was, yeah, USSR uh, was going on. They would do drills in our schools, in our schools here in the United States. They would do drills, and they'd be, you know, hunker under a desk and, you know, what was it called? Duck and cover. I mean, it was weird stuff. I mean, I, we know now that that wouldn't even help anyhow. It would, I would just only make you feel better. But, done. In your schools, what uh, drills or live activities have you done have you done fire drills uh we did um a tornado drill um so what do you do in a tornado drill at my school we have a basement and Uh we go down and then there's people holding the doors shut so they don't blow open oh okay so you go in the basement do you get on the corner and like sit down on the floor and stuff we did that after we did this. Oh, you get put your head down between your legs and hold your head? Yeah. And 
kiss your ass goodbye. (laughs) 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 And and you had to do that for real, didn't you? Yeah. There was the tornado sirens went off. Uh oh. And then yeah, that wasn't too long ago, was it? It was. It wasn't. It was only a few weeks ago. And uh, what happened when uh, the school brought and and, uh, you had and you you went down to the basement and then looked behind you and who was behind you? Mommy. Yeah, mom. (laughs) Because it was it was so close to letting everybody out. Uh, the dismissal for the day that mom was outside waiting for you and they brought everybody in. This, my principal, he, he waited by the door and he opened the door. Do you know how um, we go into breakfast in mm-hmm. the gym? Mm-hmm. Those doors can blow open and there, and some people were doing this. Oh, yeah. They weren't doing it at the time, were they? So uh, they were covering their heads? I think one person was standing up holding them both shut. Okay. And then the other two were helping. Okay. Uh, so what okay. other drills do you do at school? Do you ju- you've done a tornado drill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and then, unfortunately, you've done a security drill. What's that? Where you guys were outside, but they uh, ran y'all inside and locked the doors real quick. Do you remember that? Um. You all were lining up to come in school, come into the school at about seven. Um, sorry, eight thirty, and y'all had a real quick security drill. No, um. So first an active we shooter did- drill. Kind of First, we did. We, we don't say that okay. it that way, but it, it, it what what they called it a security drill. Okay. Yeah, um, and also, um, I was like, if Ford saw a fire, he would do that. And one time, um, somebody pulled the fire drill thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you all had to go outside, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's and, right. And then they did this, um, like, fire security drill, and and we were in the basement because it was so weird. Uh, we were, when they pulled you in, did they send you to the basement that morning? Yeah. Uh, okay. That That's good. That security drill, so they sent you to the basement first yeah. and then hold, and, had you hold there. Yeah. Okay. And okay. and it was so weird that they had um wooden things. Mm-hmm. They had wood wood like splinter wood. It was like um a fire drill and then a security drill. Oh, okay. okay. We did a fire drill. We went right. outside and then when we I saw a big. But other, what is there any other drills besides besides <clears throat> the morning they pulled you in, the fire drill that you had, and the tornado? Well, the one tornado actual uh, siren went off, and you all had to go to the basement. Are there any other drills or anything else you have done? No. Okay. Well, so I you don't... have tornado drills, you have fire drills, and you have security drills. Is that right? Yeah. So those are the only three you guys do? Yeah. 
Okay. And well, that's what fine. else kind of drills are there? I was just asking. Well, we're just asking if there's anything else you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we bring this up based on the fact that yeah. in the 50s and 60s, they used to do uh, bombing drills, duck basically. covers. Where they would tell students to duck underneath their desks and you know take cover for the possibility that there was some type of bombing that was going to go on. Um, now, this would not have been useful in any type of nuclear war of course but in the fact that there could have been you know some kind of a normal munitions bombing that could have happened um you know planes dropping bombs of some sort of that you know something like that um that was the idea at least that Mm -hmm. they had at the time Um, now i know that they didn't have a lot of information they were putting out of course our government and our scientists knew what nuclear weapons could do but they weren't putting a lot of that information out to no. the public. So they were telling, I've read stories about how they told students and even adults that the flash that came from a nuclear bomb was actually the most fatal part of it. And that if you held your a piece of paper up to the side of your face while the bomb was going off, that you would be fine. Now, we all know today <laughs> that you would just be vaporized with a piece of paper in your hand is all what happened. Right. But at that point, they did not know that because they didn't know what the possibility of oh, God, nuclear no. war no. was. Um, I think today we're a lot more educated. We understand that you know if a nuclear bomb is dropped within, say, 20 miles probably of where you're standing oh, at the yeah, time it you're happens, you're, you're, you're toast. Um we all know that within 50 to probably 75 miles of that bomb dropping off, mm-hmm. you're going to probably experience some type of radiation sickness, some type of you know fallout from that, uh, that bomb. So we all know that there's a lot more involved in a nuclear mm-hmm. bomb now. But in the 50s and 60s following World War II, this is kind of the information that they were putting out to the public. Um, so it's just interesting to hear what they're doing today in the schools and that's kind of one of the reasons why we brought don in to yeah. talk about yeah. you know the drills and stuff that they're doing so um you know i have i have read that putin's threat on nuclear war has been directed mostly at nato and the uk mm-hmm. i personally think this is an indirect way of bringing the u.s into the fight he knows that the u.s will always come to the aid of the uk because we are the closest allies in all nuclear Affairs. Yeah, we are NATO. So yeah, and without without the U.S., we are the. I mean, we had an earlier podcast discussing world police and how we are NATO's law enforcement arm. Basically, mm-hmm. um, without the U.S., you know, there's no real uh, bite to what NATO no. can do. Um, so you know, there's a lot of things involved in that. Um, I feel the threat from New- from North Korea is negligible given the warhead counts that I have seen. It seems that depending on the information that North Korea has roughly 20 to 30 warheads currently. They have been working on long-range projectiles, but still don't have something that can hit the mainland United States. So as far as that's concerned, there's not a lot of threat from the North Koreans um, on getting a warhead to mainland United States. No. Um, you know, and I, I think that uh, Kim Jong Un is very vocal. I think he likes to try to 
be, give a lot of bravado to what he does and try to make himself sound bigger than he is. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. For the fact that he just is That's a, funny. it's a very small country. It's very small. It's very small, um, you know, population. He doesn't have a lot of resources to his uh, disposal. And so he, you know, is, is grasping at what he can, which is, I want to be the biggest talker on the block. You know, and so in that Asian area of Korea, Vietnam, Thailand, you know, all that area right there between kind of right around China and Japan, he's the biggest talker. So he's getting the most oh, yeah. press. He's getting the most, you know, uh, he's getting the m more countries looking at him. And he's also the only one in that area who has nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. So it does it does warrant some thought some focus but I, I don't think there's a lot there that we need to worry about um so my last bit that i wanted to say was in a little bit of partisan rhetoric the democrats have definitely caused a significant decrease in the u.s nuclear stockpile in 2003 the total number of warheads was above 10,000, and now is hovering around 4,000. now you democrats out there may rejoice in this decrease but you wouldn't feel the same if a nuclear war does break out and we don't have the firepower to keep up with Russia. Right. Those of you that would want to shift blame, as Democrats do, since 2008, there's only been four years of Republican presidency, and that is a man who has changed parties multiple times. True. There hasn't been a true Republican president since Bush. Yeah. I mean, Trump... Has has been a Democrat, an Independent, a Republican. Right. I mean, he's right. he's been everything across the entire spectrum of politics. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't I don't want to back the man. You know, I'll, I'll take. You know, I like his policies. I'll, I'll take a stray dog over Biden as president. <laughs> but you know, that's just me. Um, you know, if we can elect Donald Wick. As president, oh, yes, over awesome. Joe Biden, I'll take it. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like there has been a significant decrease in our nuclear stockpile, mm -hmm. and in that time of fourteen years, four of those years have been someone who considers themselves to be a Republican. Um, so you know, that's that's a that's a significant thing to me. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's we're we're lessening our our stronghold on the world, and as a U.S. citizen and as a prideful U.S. citizen, I consider us to be the greatest country in the world. Um, even though Jeff Daniels said we're not in Newsday, um, but. I still consider us to be the greatest country in the world, and I still feel like we should be uh, there to show that we have the firepower to not only compete with anyone, but to annihilate anyone. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is what keeps other countries in check, is we are not the type of country who's going to go try to take over the rest of the world. We're, we're happy to stay where we're at, we're happy to have the land we have. We're happy to do our 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 you know politics by by talking instead of by military force. 
when when we have to or when we you know as a normal course of action when we have to bring our military arm out we will Mm -hmm. but as a normal course of action we'd rather do our politics through treaties and talking and and all of that which i appreciate actually you know as somebody who's former military and i'm sure paul will feel the same way Mm -hmm. you know it's you know it's there but it's not something we want to have to use you know I don't want any more, you know, any more of my brothers and sisters to die. Exactly. And so, you know, it's something that I feel like, you know, we need to be that level to keep the rest of the world in check. And it's like when we're not that level, when we are just slightly above somebody and they start getting a little bit cocky, it's it doesn't hold as much water, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it doesn't. It it just doesn't have the power behind it that we want it to have, and so that's my concern: is that Russia having, you know, as far as nuclear weapons are concerned, we're about even. Now, I think as far as the rest of our military might is concerned, we are well above them as far as U.S. Oh, is yeah. concerned. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if you if you don't yeah. involve nuclear weapons. We would be able to go in and and take over if we needed to, Everywhere. but yeah. but the problem is is that in a lot of cases we're very timid in the way in which we do things because we're worried so much about what the rest of the world thinks of us. We're worried so much about what the rest of the world is going to say, and that's one thing that I I, I kind of envy in a leader. It's one. Uh, and I hesitate in saying this because I don't want people to take it the wrong way. The one thing I envy about Putin as a leader is that he is not worried about what the rest <laughs> of the world will say or do about what he is doing. And I wish we had more leaders in our country that were like that, that would do what's best for our country. Yep. And not so much worry about what the rest of the world is going to say or think regarding what we do for our country. Mm-hmm. Paul? You brought up Putin. I understand. Yes. I am not completely against Putin. I'm completely against how he runs his country. But he has done a lot of things that I don't know if I can say... I'm completely against because I, as an average, as an average <clears throat> human, I guess I can say because it doesn't really matter what country you're in. As an average person in any country, you're not getting all the information. No, there it's screened. It's not said. It's not going to be out there. It's you know you have to hopefully get some good information from some media source that possibly will give you something even in the united states we're not sure we're getting that i have no idea no honestly so as an average american i have to wonder what's the other side what is going on now do i truly in my heart believe that us top nuclear weapon holders of the world would ever use nuclear weapons no we would not do it we would not I mean, do it history kind of says something different i mean we unless, have used them well we're the only country in the world that has right but 
in combat. I mean, in testing is different, but I mean, in combat, on a population, we are the only country in the world that we actually has used. Them. Are a country that used the weapon at the time. Again, yeah. there is no nuclear fallout. Those places are inhabited now. Now that we have this other, that this, I don't know, uh, nuclear plus. I'm just throwing things out there. Just, I'm, making, I'm yeah. making things up as I go along. Well, the nuclear weapons today are much more powerful than they right. were in 1945. Right. So if, we're talking about a whole different ball game now. If you launch nukes now, it's everybody else is going to launch their nukes before they get 13,000 nukes will be launched. Gone. And just the earth will, be, will look like an apple that somebody took five bites out of. By the time it's done, <laughs> maybe more bites than a five. But, yeah, you know, I mean, there there might be in Papua New Guinea one Aborigine <laughs> that lives. I mean, that's like that's what somewhere, we're talking about somewhere in the middle of Africa, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it may actually it may be because I mean nobody's going to hit Africa, and there yeah. are. They are the continent away from everything. Northern and so southern Africa, maybe, but north, not the middle of Africa. Right. No. So, I mean, that, that's so that going to have to... that be the continent that actually survives. That's going to have to be <laughs> redo our whole human population. Maybe, um, maybe. So, there's that in everybody's mind, you know. Even North Korea, even that crazy half-a-person man <laughs> over there that... <laughs> is just wild and uh-huh. just you know i don't know if they just do drugs every day or whatever <laughs> no. they do you know it, I, even i think that, his father was nuts and he i think he's he nuts he, too i think he inherited it from yeah. his father yeah, there, yeah there's like there's there's a uh, genetic thing going yeah. on i wish they would have been tested the, the That'd kim be awesome. are very yes they're very uh uh very nuts I agree, but I think it's getting uh, like less nuts. Was it Kim Jong Il, and then it was Kim Jong Un? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh uh, no, no, sorry. The uh, no, Kim uh, Jong Un is the one is in now. Yeah, yeah. Kim Jong Il, I think, was his father. The first one, yeah. But I think they're getting a little bit less crazy. So I mean, there would be great. That would be awesome if the UN could get in there and test them for some genetic whatever's i don't know what is going on it might be in the water i, think I don't know they might be bipolar because he seems to like go away for a little while then he comes back right he goes away for a little while then he comes back or he's dead i don't know i mean like <laughs> i knows? said we don't get the information no we don't get all the information. so back to nuclear war um <laughs> my little right? rant on north korea uh, um back to, oh shit um <laughs> We'll wait and no reason edit, to beat shit up. Okay, edit that out. My bad. I talk with my hands. Uh-huh. Um, back to nuclear war. I am just thinking that it's just so hard to imagine a world that any anyone just one nuclear weapon would be launched. Because of the fact of the retaliation uh-huh. be- for from every single, not I'm mean, not just the two three superpowers that have all most of them. You're going to get ta- retaliation from anybody that has a nuke. Oh well, you're talking about uh, probably around nine thousand of the nuclear warheads. You're talking about of the twelve to thirteen that exist mm-hmm. in the world are owned by the U.S. and Russia. Right. Talking about probably 4500 apiece. Done. Somewhere in that range. And Shot. then the rest of the world owns about 
about maybe three or four thousand extra uh, other gone. Okay? They're going to so, be shot at the same so time. So what you're talking about is you're talking about this chain reaction that's going to yes. happen. So let's say in in you know fatalistic you know world ending yes idea yes that Russia launches you know one or two nukes at us one they one. hit. Okay. No, we launch probably. We're not, we're not even gonna wait. We won't wait. Well, no, they'll it's, be in the it, air. We'll in know the air. We'll know. We're sending. We're, so these things will be in the air. So we'll launch probably four or five in retaliation minimum of the one or if two. If we don't just launch that everything Russia, that the Russia has thrown. Yeah. So now you've got probably six or seven that are minimum. in the air minimum ready to to drop. So. You're right. I, I wasn't even thinking about it that way, but you're talking about our, our radar systems, our satellite systems, yeah. all this stuff. We're going to know before that missile even comes oh, within our airspace. leaves the surface. We'll know that it's we going. Know. Okay. So we're going to launch countermeasures, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we have. I'm oh, not God, sure. Yeah. I, I've we, never we, seen them. I don't know for sure. Well, Bush you know, put in but, place the uh, missile uh, uh, wasn't defense it? system. Star Wars. Yeah. When they, when they, he, what they called so, it, and he sold it to Europe. So now so we have, Europe has it. We have it. We're going to launch our defense system against those nuclear weapons. Yeah. Plus, we're, I'm sure we're going to launch our, our own nuclear, nuclear weapons. weapons. Yeah. In retaliation. Mm-hmm. So now we've got multiple nukes in the air or in 50 space to 100 at this point. Nucle- nuclear cause, weapons. Because the only minimum. way to get them from Russia to the United States would be they would have to be launched into They're space. They're in the atmosphere, yes. But they're not actually in back space. Back down to, You're right, yeah. to yeah. the surface. So this this is going to be a chain reaction, which then oh, Russia yeah. will then launch more, then U.S. will launch more. The U.K. will probably get involved. Uh, North Korea will probably oh. decide. He's sitting over there going, I want to wow. throw my stuff in because he's a little uh, crybaby. I don't know about so, him. So he, he'll he, start trying to launch shit too, he'll probably, I'm sure. He'll probably actually just sit in a corner and like, um, hopefully we stay alive and then I can take over the world. No. he's um, Because he, he's his, too, his he, missiles he, can't actually reach anything Hell, he's just going to launch them to just be launching them. He'll, he'll probably launch them at Russia. Just because, Probably. what? Because you know what the f? You yeah. know he just wants to launch them, you know. And so he's going to throw them. <laughs> one question that I have that I don't think there's any. Well, there's no research on it, but there's no. They, they could possibly do a scientific, you know, uh, thought process. I guess on it is what if a nuke is in the atmosphere, the stratosphere, the whatever it, it flies in, and does get hit by our missile defense system and blows up. Well, I would assume they would they would try to blow it up over the ocean. Well, it, so the fallout would be... They, they can't. If Russia the, is shooting towards... Uh, well, any shooting Europe, over the Atlantic. No, no. If Russia is shooting anything in Europe, there what, what ocean? There's no ocean. No, I mean, if they're shooting it at us, is what I'm saying. No, no, no. I understand if what you're saying. If it goes over the Atlantic, but they're going to blow anything, it up over the anything ocean. Anything over so land. fallout's over the but ocean. But missile defense system is going to just fire. I mean, it doesn't matter where it is. They're going to fire. Well, it's controlled. You it's know, not, like, automatic. I'm uh, sure Some it's of it's automatic, actually. Over yeah. in Europe, it's automatic because they don't know where. They, it's it's too close to not be well, controlled. If the U.K. thinks that it's going to be <clears throat> possible that it's coming at them, they're yes. going to launch their own stuff. So I'm sure. What sure does they a have nuclear weapon we do. flying in our atmosphere, getting blown up in the atmosphere, 
what does that do to as far our as the fallout planet? Yeah, right, right. I mean, I'm not. Well, I am definitely not a green Earth person. I would love to but, see the scenario ran out where thirteen thousand nukes are launched. What is what is left of our planet at that point? What oh, is gone. left of Earth? It's gone. It's, gone. it's uh, is there any land? Uh, is there any people? What, what's that? What's that video game be- that uh, our brother likes? Fallout. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. He likes what? this game Fallout. It's literally a guy that start the game starts out. You're in a bunker for the you know last twenty years, and you finally like, all right, I'm gonna, gonna see what's out there. Oh, is I that mean, what it is? I didn't. I've never played it. Oh yeah. But what me what it makes me think of is the TV show uh, Jericho. Did you ever mm-hmm. watch that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jericho is the idea that this there's this little mm-hmm. tiny town in Jericho, Kansas. And they are the, you know, there's only a few areas of the United States that are left following a nuclear war. This is the idea, mm-hmm. is that there has been nuclear war that's been, you know, all the nukes well, have been launched. Not you know, all the, the show. Not all the no- uh, but uh, America was attacked without uh, sending anything back. So America was attacked. Right. And there's a few small towns that have survived. Mm-hmm. Not... You know, all the major cities are basically gone. So there's just a few small towns that have survived throughout the nation. And this is a TV show based on this one small town mm-hmm. named Jericho. Uh, I believe it was in Kansas. And it was, um, you know, they're, they're talking about how they become their own, like, nation, their own society. And how they have to ward off the other towns, and yeah. you know they have to fight against the other towns just to keep their own resources and keep their own food, and you know, and, and it becomes this this uh, martial law barbaric oh, society yeah. Yeah. where it's like you know the strong survive, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like whoever has the most weapons, whoever has the most men, whoever has the most mm-hmm. you know of available to them are going to be the ones who are going to survive and everyone else is going to die. And honestly, I don't think that's too far off of reality of what would happen if this really did go down like that. If if the 13,000 nukes were launched and everything that's major was destroyed... And all you have is these small little areas that survive. Very possible. You know, you're know. gonna you're gonna have this. No scientist could actually this say fight. This is gonna happen. It's gonna be you this know, fight for because, resources. Uh, nuclear fallout has to do with uh, weather at the time. What where where's the actual airstream going? Right. So if you attack, say. Um, well, Wright Patterson Air Force in Jackson Center, but the jet stream goes somewhere. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's air in a stream, right? <laughs> so screw you. Um, if they, <laughs> they hit, hit right back, and the jet stream with <laughs> air in it, because that's what air is, um, is going you know, east at the time, then yes. they're not going to hit Troy, Ohio. The radio, the fallout is going to go east if it's a Towards bad like weather or something. If it's bad weather or something, yeah. it may go just straight east. 
It may not even hit Columbus. It may not hit Troy, Ohio. Mm -hmm. You know, it, you know, you don't know about these things because you don't know what the weather conditions are at the time. Heck, it could be a tornado. And the tornado could suck the damn thing back up into the damn atmosphere. I mean, you just don't, you know, they are not looking at our weather, you know, oh, let me look at, let me pull up yeah. the weather channel for uh, right Pat before I launch this nuke at <laughs> Make them. sure it's nice and sunny skies. <laughs> right. I mean, if they're a gentle they don't breeze care. out of the east. Yeah. yeah. They don't care either. So, I mean, we, we have plenty of tornadoes around here. We have plenty of thunderstorms. I don't know where that fallout would go. So... It is very plausible that we would end up with small cities having to uh, fend for themselves slash, you know, come together. I wish we would come together. That would be awesome. You know, that Jericho was kind of the, the you know. Extreme. Extreme, yes. I do agree. It, it was, was extreme. extreme. I don't see. I, I, feel, I don't see a lot of coming together, though. I feel more people would, bought, would, would just. Be like, let's get together and and actually actually have food instead of just going to steal everything. Because I think I more people, more people would well. It's survival of the fittest. I mean, when you're talking it depends about on who goes that far. It depends it, on who goes that far. You're talking about because survival. You have, you have national guard. You have national. You got. Yeah. You got reserve here. I mean, we have a plenty. Most of that's gone though. At that point, well, not no, because they're they live here. If this town's good, that. then we have the reserve unit that lives here. Right, we do. But where's the command? There's no command. There's no, there's well, the no command. I mean, is, yeah, is the reserve mayor. unit is here is that it has a has a captain that's in charge of that unit, but, but our mayor is our elected official. Where's the colonels and the generals that are making the actual decisions? They don't need them. They're they're sitting at a at a base you that's were dead now. You were in the military. <laughs> I know. I was in the military. Nobody we don't does need, anything without we don't command. need colonels. You don't do anything God, without we command. don't need a colonel. Thank God. I mean, it, I'm sorry. I apologize for that one. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to kill the colonels. I meant that we don't need colonels. What good lieutenants, good captains can man, maintain. Lieutenants, really? Good Lieutenants, they're they're not always good. Good as lieutenants, long as not in good a wet paper captains, sack. <laughs> could maintain slash run a military unit on based off of our elected officials because that is what America's for. America, we took us, we took an oath when we joined the military. We took an oath to serve and protect the Constitution. The Constitution says that we have U.S., we have state, we have local, we have these branches, or uh, I should say segments of our country that has elected officials that can operate for the, it. well, actually operate you know, better than our befuddled president at this time anyhow. So we don't need that leadership from D.C. Screw that leadership from D.C. Well, honestly, we need to operate on our own city, county, state. I agree, but I don't think that's what would happen. Honestly, I think that any uniformed military, um, you know, soldier of any, of any rank would fall in line with the government 
because basically whatever government that was still in existence at that yeah, point, our mayor would no. I'm talking about they're going to put our president and vice president, or whatever, in a bunker somewhere out in Colorado, <laughs> and so they're not going to die. They're going to still be in existence. That's fine. And so they're going to call into effect any uniformed soldier of any rank to to take over whatever it is that they need them to do. Okay, so the military that's going to take over in the region mm-hmm. that you're in is going to be veterans like you and me. Yes, uh, that's what's going to be. It's going to be veterans that have served and know what to do. Okay. Going to take up arms. Going to go to the armory. Going to go and get you know the arms that we have available to us, and we're going to you know do what we need to do. But in the same respect, <laughs> we both know we are not the shape we were in when we were in, <laughs> in the military either. So I'm a shape. <laughs> yeah. So in <laughs> so we are not we are not the soldiers that you would want on the front line. Um, if, no, but if you the are shit the hits the fan, we are the soldiers you need <laughs> on the front line. We're the ones that'll do whatever it takes. But I we're will, also I will make it happen. We're also gonna be winded after we run a hundred yards. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I am hoping I wouldn't have to run a hundred yards. My my <laughs> rifle will make more than a hundred yards. Don't get me wrong. Right, I will make that right. shot. I do not need to run that. That's why I have weapons. Uh-huh. I can make that shot. And plus, when we bring our reserve and National Guard, because they are us, we are them. They will bring it. We'll bring it all together. All right, everyone, veteran, raise your hand. Everyone, yep. active, raise your hand. Everyone, reserve, raise your hand. Everyone, guard, raise your hand. All right, let's bring it together. Let's come to. Uh, understanding nuclear holocaust has happened now we will bring ourselves to supporting and defending our constitution Mm -hmm. our constitution says that mayor of troy is our elected and we will stand by our officials we will bring that here we will support and defend them. We will support and defend our, our city. And then we will go yep. forth and conquer from there. Because we can do that. The, I, I have uh, extreme faith in our veterans, in our military, our reserve guard, all of the military. I have extreme mm-hmm. faith in us that even left alone... We would conquer and we would realize we would bring back the these United States of America. Yeah. Because I have no faith in DC and therefore if something happened like this, we can now bring back our own country and not have to deal with career politicians career career military i'm sorry i mean i I I love my military i love my people but career military y'all need to 
be better for the military, not. I for agree that that the stuff career. needs to go away. But in the same respect, I hope that there's a better way to do it than. Oh God, yeah. Than nuclear fallout. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. you know. I mean, you know. Honestly, I, I I think it's hilarious. A comedian I heard the other day on a TikTok video. I heard that he was. He said that, you know, uh, no one would invade the mainland United States from the south. No, because. I I think he said I ninety five or I seventy five or something would be lined with pickup trucks and bush 65, light cans. Sixty five um, would be lined with pickup trucks and bush light cans, and the military would show up and then you hear the rednecks going, "Woo! You missed the fight!" Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all over with at that point. Oh yes. <laughs> so yes. you know it's this you know it's it goes back to that same idea that you know. Uh, Admiral Yamayoto, we talked about this before mm-hmm. from World War II, saying that you can't invade the mainland United States because there will be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's like to to attack us would have to be blind, would have to be from a far distance, and it would have to be something like nuclear weapons. So it's why it scares me the most, because mean, no one still- would... No one would try to actually invade our mainland because they know they wouldn't. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. They wouldn't survive. And so we we have we have more veterans in this country than we do active military. Oh God, yeah. And so and and thank you. Biden. We all know that all of us would take up a rifle to defend. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and plenty more, and plenty more. I mean, I know people that never served, and they would be more yeah. than happy to, yeah. and actually have a better arsenal than I do because I don't have money. Um, <laughs> right. More than happy to stand with me, stand next to me. Downside of most of us veterans, we don't have money. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of us don't. Uh, well, the, those that went and did, the, you know. Uh, civilians over, <laughs> yeah. overseas have the, plenty of money. The, the, um, those yeah. that didn't, uh, we yeah, we're uh, stuff, sitting yeah. here just still trying to make yeah. sure that we have you know more high life to drink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got Yangling. <laughs> oh, good job. Yeah, there you, <laughs> you go. Um, so, I mean, it's just it's it's funny to see how the world sees us by our leaders mm-hmm. when that's not even america anymore i'm sorry i no, guess you're right. i would have to say the last true president that showed military i'm sorry not military but american american isms american thought american talk was reagan i mean and before that, the older Bush probably did. He was he was an American. He he was he was he was a politician. He was a veteran. He was he was a politician. Don't get me wrong. CIA. He was he was a great man. Don't get me wrong. He was a great man. I don't know. But he tried to be too politician when he was in office. If you watch uh, a movie, uh, we're getting way too long on this episode and way too out of, actually off the topic. Right. But. Um, <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm going to digress on that one. We'll, we'll bring that up on another talk. Right. We'll, we'll talk politics and uh, we'll, we'll talk politicians and uh, presidents in another one. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll do that in one. That's next, a different topic, or yes. so, or maybe. Um, but um, nuclear ways, um, I just feel like if 
anybody launched one, it'd, it'd be over. It'd be done. There, there's there's no coming right. back. Right. So let's just say, you know, there's it's it, it can't happen because then you go back to damn near caveman and you go back to damn near caveman and just, you know, hopefully everyone gets on the same page. Now, that's the extreme, but I believe it would be better off than we than we think it is right now. So, I think that nuclear war would I mean, extremely horrible. Don't get me wrong. Extremely horrible. I mean, we cannot yeah. lose that many people, and, and I would hate to see oh, that millions, many people. Millions of, would die. Oh, um, hundreds of millions would die. I mean, it would it would be all across the all across the earth. It would, hundreds of millions would die. You know, it'd be done in in an instance. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not even the talking about the radiation poisoning that would kill other well, if, others. If all the nukes were launched, <clears throat> it'd be billions of people that would die. I mean, right, you're talking about seven and a half billion people living right. on this earth. Oh yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, probably yeah. losing. I would imagine at least fifty percent of the population of the earth would be gone. Probably four billion. Yes. So be you're done. you know you're talking about a very very, very vast amount of people would mm-hmm. be gone. You're talking about, you know, bodies floating in in the water. Oh, you're talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you're talking about all kinds of really, really bad like, things happening here. You know, you you're talking like how they sold us COVID. You know, people just like falling down dead in the street. Oh yeah, that didn't happen in COVID. No, um, but, no, but I was, what I was thinking was. <laughs> What you're truly talking about is what New Orleans looked like after Katrina. Not even. It would be worse than that. It would be worse than that. But I mean, at least it would be. That's that's at least something that you can think about. You can sort of think about that. Yeah, you can sort of think about that. But it would be even worse than that. It would be um, watch, you know, uh, Gods and Generals, the movie about the Civil War. And see all of the bodies stacked up, and that's a true story. That that it actually happened. What? See the bodies stacked, and then multiply that by probably twenty. Well, Gettysburg, that was actually the bloodiest battle in the history of the that's United States. In, that's in the Gods and Generals, yeah. uh, movie as well. In three days, um, more yeah. people died in that battle than yeah. any other battle. Yeah. I mean, see the body stacked on that, mm-hmm. and then times that by twenty, and that's what you're going to see if nuclear happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, your local people are going to die. Yeah. Um, so I mean, but I don't feel like it's going to happen. I understand that you know, at least our uh. So-called leaders around the world are not going to do that because of the fact that there's so much retaliation. Oh, yeah. I mean, Putin has to understand that even though he wants to threaten it, he wants to throw it out there as an idea, Mm -hmm. um, the retaliation that would come his way, I mean, yeah, he owns, you know, what, maybe a third of the nuclear warheads in the world. Oh, yeah. But you got to also think, 
there's two thirds of those nuclear warheads that would now be coming at him. Oh yeah, yeah directly. Yeah. No, he's not at wrong. him. He's not. So you know that would be a very stupid thing to do. I mean, it would just the be. Only reason Putin has nukes is to make sure that nobody nukes him. Right. And that's why I mean that's the main reason the U.S. has nukes. Yeah. Get the biggest baddest weapon to yeah. make sure nobody hits us with it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So I mean. It, it's just something that's it. I would assume is unrealistic, but oh, yeah. in the same respect, you also have to understand that people get into power that are not always completely sane, right? And so you never know what is really possible, and mm-hmm. you know. So you have to also understand that. I read a couple articles today that were saying that you know the United States and many other countries in the Western world should be preparing their citizens for this possibility because mm-hmm. you just you just never know you, you know i mean well we talking about, we're not to even talking about yeah. putin we're talking about kim jong kim jong un oh yeah over ta- in north in north korea we're talking about you know uh, i mean it, he doesn't it, have a lot of nuclear warheads Iranic, but he can still throw them well, yeah, but we're we're also talk, talking about iranian iran, iran uh, nuclear Pakistan. uh dirty bomb that yeah. they snuggle in, uh, smuggle into the. Uh, it's not snuggle. I mean, I'm, well, they are snuggling with it. <laughs> They're snuggling with it they before get they get it there. Into <laughs> the states, but you know, I, I love my words. It's all good. Um, smuggle into. I mean, they are snuggling when they get into it. But um, what's, that, what's that movie where the guys ride the war, nuclear warhead into uh, oh, Armageddon? Is it Armageddon? Oh yeah, yeah, where yeah, yeah, Armageddon. He's, yeah, he's on the nuclear yeah. warhead. He's war, riding it. Okay, yes, Whee! that's what I was thinking of when you uh, said snuggle. Yeah, you know, got you got snuggle that thing. You know, it's, it's nice. It's beautiful, um, but you know, I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, um, you know, different uh, aspects of nuclear weapons because there is a possibility of Iranian-backed uh, people smuggling nuke nuclear uh, potential bombs into the United States. Yeah, you let that thing off in New York City. We ain't having a New York City anymore. We have several movies and, and books yes. that are written about this. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, uh, uh, what's the one where, uh, the, uh, isn't it The Stand? Isn't that the one by Stephen King where they... Um, I don't know the Stephen King ones. There's one, there's one where they, they blow up a nuclear bomb at a, at a uh, football stadium. And they... Uh, Oh, During like the Super Bowl, uh, and they, that one was um, what's that movie? Crap! It's got uh, Ben uh, Affleck. Yeah, in it. it's got Ben Affleck in it. And uh, uh, Morgan, oh, uh, isn't it Morgan um, Freeman is the president? Yep. Oh no, no. Uh, Morgan Freeman is the CIA director. Okay. Um, uh, some of all fears. Some of all fears. That's some what I was thinking of. All of. Fears. Yeah, yep. that's uh, John Grisham, not Stephen King. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, but I mean, there's a thousand other movies. Yes, yeah. I mean, don't you know? We can you know go by movie by movie by movie. But yeah, you know, there's a thousand movies. Yeah, and we just need to understand that that is a possibility mm-hmm. when you have a country as great as ours that have done bad things and don't get me wrong we have done bad things i would love to have another uh podcast about how we screwed up iraq and afghanistan (laughs) but really i will stop right now on that yeah Yeah. 
But nuclear weapons are extremely going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, one day there's going to be a dirty bomb. It's not going to be these countries hitting us with nukes. No, it's not going to be in the air. It's not going. It's there is going to be a dirty bomb eventually. Yeah, snuck in. There's no. Yeah. There's there's not one hundred percent of intelligence that can stop anything. No, we can't do it. No, so it's going to happen. But I digress, and I think uh, we're good. Yeah, so we'll have some other topics here. I think we've uh, come up with as we've done this mm-hmm. episode, and so we'll uh, investigate those and uh, probably put those together for later episodes. Sounds good. Um, so, it, you have anything else to say, Paul? No, I'm good. All I'm right, stop now. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or concerns, please email us at wick.splaining at gmail And have a nice day. And even Donnie has something to say.